Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Hey, JC, can you hey. start the Instagram for us? Thank you so much. Welcome, everybody, who uh, you are here on Facebook, when you are here on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, thank you for joining us today. We are so happy, so privileged, and proud to be here with you. We are a teach show, not a talk show. And so what we do is we bring you constitutional issues from, or I'm sorry, current event issues from a constitutional and principled perspective. This is a Friday. Oh, praise God. Praise God, it's Friday. Hey, JC, I have some things that sort of may add a little levity to the end of the evening, but maybe not for you. So I just want to, you know, sort of cushion the blow for you. I don't want you to get triggered over there and, uh, you know, break I'll out your, your your security blanket and start <laughs> crying on us. But I, I want you. I know, I know, I know. But I want you to realize that the NBA strike will reverberate for years to come. According to Slate, years to come. Oops, wait, don't blink. The NBA just announced playoffs will resume. (laughs) (laughs) So is it going to reverberate for years to come or eight hours later they've decided, you know, um, people don't think we're as important as we do. And if we don't do playoffs, we don't get paid. Yeah, that's the key. That's the key, isn't it? Converse, the meme of the conversation I saw, yeah, between the players and the owners. You know, we're not we're not playing. Oh, okay. So you're not going to do your job. That's right. All right. So you don't want to get paid. Uh. <laughs> uh. Well, this is important. Now we want to get paid, but see, we're going to strike. Uh, you want us to give your pay to some black communities? Okay, we'll play. They offered that, by the way. Yeah, and, yeah no, they, that's they, how that went down. They offered that. They offered. Well, you, no, you know, okay. you want to we'll give play. you, you want to give us. We yeah. can donate your salary, what you would make to charity, mm-hmm. to we can give back to the black communities. They're like, uh, no. We'll but play. you'll notice, okay, because that's relevant to the headline that I just showed you, right? So eight hours, we're gonna strike. By the way, JC, you and I talked about this. I think that they started using the word strike instead of protest. Because strike is a contract term, which invokes that they get a certain amount of their pay. Right. It invokes right? certain legal protections. And legal protections. Negotiated through the, yeah. um, what they call it, collective bargaining agreement. Yeah. So in their collective bargaining That's agreement, if they, if they, yeah, it's union language. So if they strike, then they are supposed to get some kind of compensation, you know, because we're fighting for our... You know, negotiations, we're fighting for our benefits. No, you're not. You're decided you don't want to play. And I think when the when the owner said, "Okay, so you're deciding not to play, they said, no, we're striking. So you're deciding not to play. They realized all of the sudden that the owners weren't going to give in to the strike mentality and just sort of pay them that they were going to actually have to legally fight to have that called a strike. But look at what 
The headline says, NBA playoffs will resume. League and players announce new social justice initiatives. We're not going to donate our paychecks back to the black communities, but we're going to offer up our suggestions on things you can do to promote social justice. Well, it's not just suggestions. Initiatives mean foundations, you know, with these players, yeah. which means that's a C3 that money comes into, whatever. So, so again, all about the money. Right. Like, we're, we, we're not going to protest if we have to give up our paycheck. We will do something that involves more money coming to us that we get to distribute. And a tax deduction for what we do. Exactly. Right? We're going to get it right off for everything that we do. But I couldn't help but laugh. You know, I came across that slate headline, the NBA strike will reverberate for generations to come, and then less than eight hours later, there's no strike anymore. Yeah. There, We're going back to work. Uh, this is another entry-level kind of story that we have today. Which, by, you know, I'm fine. However you want to do it, whatever. But, it's, you know, it always comes with this virtue signaling nonsense you know look at what we're doing and you guys suck and we're so we're so dedicated and we're so more righteous than you we're going to protest uh, okay i you saw don't get paid <laughs> uh, wait a minute at the nfl I, I don't have this article up because i saw it it just was like woohoo that's really interesting but the nfl headline was even though the NFL has no playoffs, they're going to make a strike on, you know, they're going to make their statement about the shooting. Mm. So I was like, serious people, what in the world is wrong with our society today? What exactly has made so sports and sports people so self-important? Yeah, you know, and again, you want to protest and keep your job. I would want to keep my job and protest fine, but... Yeah. It, again, it's the mess. It's the messaging how they try to lord over people. Yeah, but and and the difference. One of the differences. You shouldn't I, I get think paid if this. you're not going to do your job. Right. That's the thing. So, and this is what this is how this has gone on. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, from what's what's his name, Frobro, uh, at San Francisco. Frobro at San Francisco was to make it part of the job. It. Number one, because here's the thing. Let's 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 be clear. These are employees. OK, they are not. The NBA is not their product. They are mm -hmm. the product of right. the NBA. Right. right what right, they right, perform, right, right, the, right. the 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 sir, whatever the product that they're part of. Right. To put on the game. So they're paid to do that. You don't own the NBA. Right. So you can't stand up, dictate as an employee. I'm going to do something other than my job. This is mm -hmm. my personal interest that I, right. I want to protest. You want to protest? That's <laughs> that's fine. So if I walk, if I work at Walmart, you know, hey, I'm, I'm down with a protest. OK, I get off work. I go to the protest. Right. What what kind of arrogant jackasses have the attitude that my employer now has to totally transform his business into my protest while I'm supposed to be on the clock producing for right. my employer be and he still has to pay me. Yeah, because you are not the product Idiots. because when you're not there, the product continues. Oh, somebody else is your pro it, it fills your slot. You are simply <laughs> an employee for the product. And let me say this. If that is the if that's how you think business works, LeBron, 
I'm not putting my kid in your school. LeBron You're going to have a cat start schools like that, that that's how he thinks, that's how he views the world, and you're going to brag about my kids at, some, at, LeBron's, at a LeBron school? Okay, you let an idiot like that teach your kids, whatever. Shut up, J.C. Good luck with that. Shut up, J.C. <laughs> LeBron James did not start a school. Yeah, he has schools. Shut up. Yeah. Like basketball schools? No. Shut up. <laughs> like Shut teaching up. kids school. Shut up. Look, I talked to people who actually went to school with LeBron James. Right. LeBron James didn't go to school. <laughs> right. Okay, LeBron James <laughs> did not go to school. He may have gone to the building where the school was held. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but LeBron James did not engage in the activity of schooling <laughs> at his school. Right. I'm just saying that is like firsthand original source testimony yeah, there. Neither did I too much, but. What? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but nevertheless, nevertheless. Of what, whatever. Okay. Anyways. At some point, I learned. <laughs> At some point, I realized, as an employee, Shut I don't up. tell my boss I'm not going to work. You're going to pay me while I'm at work. This is what I'm going to do that I'm interested in, and that's what you're going to pay me for. Like you want to? Okay, you want a protest business? Start a protest business. Hey, JC, today's Val's <laughs> That's birthday. That's not the product of the NBA. Today's Val's birthday. Happy birthday, happy Val. Ver happy birthday, Val. Val is a longtime listener, frequent mm. flyer in the chat room, and she sends us homemade bread. Yeah. So happy birthday. Happy, 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 happy birthday. I'm not going to sing today. Yeah, LeBron, today. yeah, not much different than public schools, right? Just got his name on it. Really. It's probably one of those charter schools, <laughs> right, which is just a school that is private with the public I don't, back yeah, in. No, and all I don't that, remember so. all the details. He's got this. I don't know. Yeah, somebody look it up. <laughs> somebody not, said that don't make these. No, that don't it miss, does. I'm just saying. Don't it, make me sound. It's for real. It's for real. I, I don't like. I said I don't remember all the details. But yeah, he he's got some school program there. I mean, it wasn't too long ago. They're all bragging on this, and because he, this was a thing. <laughs> I think he was on Oprah giving the interview about the school, and. He was he he couldn't put together a literate <laughs> sentence in describing his new education program. Duh. You know he's. <laughs> I was thinking this. I already probably, told you why. No, seriously. I I was listening to bless his heart. I really think it was an bless his Oprah heart interview, and I'm listening to him talk about his schools, and I'm thinking. Uh, LeBron's probably not a good spokesman for <laughs> LeBron schools. You may want someone that can actually speak coherent English. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm serious. He sounded like an idiot. He couldn't even speak correctly, and he's starting schools. I thought, what? What's going on here? And, you know, and, and, and so then throw into that, I hope they're not teaching business principles oh they said it susan in our facebook chat room says it's in ohio well that you know i mean that's yeah. where he grew up so no, for sure no yeah. it was yeah. something like he did for akron or whatever so yeah it's a local yeah, yeah. he grew up in ohio you know give back to the community help <laughs> and the idea was to help <laughs> underprivileged kids kind of thing you know i mean i don't i'm not bashing the intent whatever his intent and and, and his heart is to give a leg up to this disadvantaged kids i get that but come on, number one, what is where is the credibility 
for Le- LeBron. And I don't know. I just Maybe he's just writing because, the check. But yeah. for him to sit there the way he sounded talking about education, like uh, you probably want to get some education before you start promoting education. Yeah, I don't know. Now might, we sound like a bunch be of be a elitist, JC. No, You're just I, no I'm, ra- I'm racist for You're pointing out the obvious. You're a racist elitist. You can watch the freaking interview yourself. He sounds like a, <laughs> he sounds like a moron. So whatever. Well, he's I mean, giving back like, to the community. I, look, I don't share his political worldview. He seems like a decent man. You know, he cares for his family. Like, as far as we know, he's a family guy, loves his kids, blah, blah, blah. But it's always the thing with these, the celebrities. You think just because you can bounce a ball that you're qualified to speak on everything and, and tell everybody how it's supposed to be. I mean, I sit here, I... I'm just giving the, you know, I'm nobody giving my commentary. I defer to you. You're the attorney. You worked as a constitutional lawyer. You were a prosecutor. I mean, you have the degrees, the credentials. What LeBron bounces a ball. So he's he's going to tell me, here's how you run education. And, you know, people, oh, well, he's made millions of dollars. Not because he's a businessman, because he bounces a ball. Give me a break. You think people making money in organized sports is some indication of their business acumen? Do you know how many professional athletes go bankrupt within four years of leaving their the professional sports? Do you know how many are actually it's bankrupt massive. before they leave? They're yes. just singly stringing along because they're getting massive, a paycheck? massive. Please. So it's just like these Hollywood nitwits. You know, you, you stand in front of a camera and read a script. Who are you to preach to me every freaking thing in life of what we're supposed to believe and, and how you're so much more virtuous and smart and wise? Meanwhile, anyone with a seventh grade education should be able to look and go, uh, Employees shouldn't be able to tell their bosses what to do at their business. Mm-hmm. If you're on the clock, you should have to actually do the work. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't have to right. be a PhD to get that. But yet, whatever these guys went through, they can't figure that out. Right. And that's the kind of education we want for kids in Akron? Right. Exactly. Really? Absolutely. I don't know. Anyway, that's my soapbox. Hey, you know, maybe better than the alternative. No, but that was, and that was the thing. Who was that? Um, The conservative radio chick, Laura Ingram, maybe. Like, Mm -hmm. didn't she say, "Shut up and play" or something like that? Right? Shut up and play, which is the equivalent of do your job. Okay, you're paid to throw the ball, bounce the ball, catch the ball, kick the ball, hit the ball. Okay, go play with your balls. That's what you're play. That's what you're. (laughs) That's what you're paid to do. Right. But then they think that they have to get paid for preaching to us and telling us everything we're supposed to do. And you can't even do what you're paid to do by your boss. And you're going to tell your boss what he's supposed to do. And by the way, what you bosses out there, you pay these idiots to play with their balls. And now you're bowing to Everything they're telling you to do in how to run your business? 
<laughs> you know, my respect to some of the like there are some of these NFL owners and and the coaches that were like, "Screw you, no, go freaking go play with your balls. That's what we pay you to do." I'm not kneeling and and waving fist flags and all this sort of stuff. So my my hat's off to those guys. You know what I mean? Good for them. That's what I do. It's my business. You don't like it? Go play for another team. Take a hike. Don't get it. Don't collect a check. Right? Yeah. By the way, there was a comment in the chat room about social distancing, and I thought maybe I would just go ahead and show people (laughs) your social distancing. Facts, man. Facts. At GodGunsLiberty.com, JC's got a mug that says, I've been social distancing for years. So, <laughs> I've been socially distant for years. Uh, oh, that's what it says. I've been socially distant for years. Uh, so the comment in the chat room was, uh, I've been socially distancing for years. I socially, I, I keep away from socialists or something. I forget how it says, but <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm oh, not, goodness gracious. I'm not bothered by... Whatever the NBA may or may not be doing, it they're 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 a freaking circus at this point. It's a joke. So no, man, nobody was <laughs> nobody was watching them. They're they're down like thirty percent. They've been crashing since, which is it's really <sighs> weird. They've been crashing since twenty twelve. I think yeah, le- it's because they abandoned fundamentals and they went yeah. to the star program. Nobody wants to watch a bunch of self important no, but so prima these, donnas. But these playoffs do are their down. ballet on the field when they run around like they're the only people on the field. You yeah. know, hipping and hopping. These so called playoffs are way down. Basketball Nobody's died. Watching them. Basketball died when when the Michael Jordan era stepped off sure. the court. It just died. It's gone. So I had what I thought was a really funny sto- you know, news story coming up, but it's not so funny anymore, not based on the last one. So really, it's going to be like this anticlimactic disappointment. But I'm going to put it up there anyway because I think it's funny anyway. It's one of those things that, JC, makes me wonder why people don't spend more time paying attention to local politics because local politics is where the real fantastic drama takes place. Think just based on our friend Bernie Thompson. I mean, the stuff that he went through, hilarious. Like side-wrenching, hilarious. So look at this. This is, this is actually, I don't know if this is, um, I'll put this up here. Here we go. Florida, Brenda Foreman. Okay, Brenda Foreman. This is Brenda Foreman right here. And Brenda Foreman is the clerk of the court in Broward County. Okay. Now, just to give you a little background, everybody's stinking shocked that she just won again. Okay. Because the, uh, because the Sun Sentinel, the Sun Sentinel called her incompetent and her opponents were two retired judges. Hmm. Two retired judges ran against this woman who the Sun Sentinel, not like your conservative paper, mind you, the Sun Sentinel called incompetent. Okay? She goes on these mad, incoherent rants on her Facebook page, on her personal Facebook page, and, and everybody's shocked that she won. But this is hilarious. Okay? So... Broward Clerk of Court Brenda Foreman is was mad 
because an attorney named Bill Gellin, who is also a blogger, started, he, he pulled a Bernie Thompson on her, started following her around and whipping out his phone and, and you know, taking pictures of him, videos of her every time she was doing something. So she filed a lawsuit against him. What do you think she filed? What did they do to uh, stalking? She filed a lawsuit, said she was in fear for her life and her safety because every time he was around her, she, he whipped out his cell phone and took pictures and recorded videos of her. Okay? And so what's funny is that when he, she filed for this hearing, I'm trying to, I think it's down here further. Yeah. So it, this began like two years ago, right? And she started off by seeking a restraining order and asked for a hearing. Well, Gallen printed up embossed invitations to the hearing just to get people to go to hear how <laughs> incompetent this woman is. Right? This is totally the Bernie this is, method of this is this is Bernie Thompson control. method of local government control. And it works, by the way. It works. It works. And so basically what happened Sooner or later, she'll quit. Right. She filed a bar complaint against him. OK, so she couldn't get the courts to go after him. And so she filed a bar complaint against him. And the Florida bars like. Nah, nah, laughed nah, at her. nah, laughed at her, right? And so I just thought that that was that. I mean, that was just reinforcement of the Bernie Thompson. If you don't know the Bernie Bernie Thompson, we'll have to you get Bernie back. Yeah, on. go some, back some and watch that episode where bon Bernie did. We did an interview with Bernie, and he told you how to to defeat local politics. And Mr. Gellin, the attorney here, is actually doing that that way. Yeah, well. FBI just rolled into town based on stuff that Bernie did, and there are people going to jail left and right. Mm. Panama City area. Ah, oh, Nate Bama sends us a super chat. Says my friend's wife will be taking the U.S. citizenship U.S. citizenship test soon. I asked him to quiz me because of you two. I passed with flying colors, red, white, and blue. He says thanks so much for the knowledge. Roll <coughs> Tide. <laughs> Yeah, good yeah, job, yeah, 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 yeah. Good job, good, good job, Nate. We're really proud of you. So, um, the it, it's it's really interesting, JC, because we've talked to people. I mean, our pastor took the <laughs> what citizenship. Of foam. <laughs> the um, I missed that. Yeah, she she was in fear for her life because he oh, pulled out his phone to take a picture. Because he pulled out his phone. What caliber phone? Right, right. Gotcha. No, so but there's anyway. something about there's something, and I I will not get into this because this will be. Yeah, it'll be total. You're a racist, all kind of whatever. But there, there. If you're from Florida or uh, certain individuals that they make <laughs> sure gets in, get in office, get in office, uh, so that they can be control, so they can be puppets. Yeah. So they and can be she puppets. is, she's one of those. Yeah. We had another example who was a rep, a rep in. The Jacksonville area, who who I think ended up in prison. Oh yeah. Um, but so that is a thing yeah. I've noticed. Yeah. In Florida. Absolutely, absolutely. No, she did go to jail, by the way. And they she all did go they all share certain characteristics. Yeah. Mentally yes. and physically. Sh she all do. 
Yes. <laughs> Several characteristics. And that's that's a, that's a thing. And it's funny, you know, because the the people, you know, these people who end up being puppets are the are the same ones ranting about racism, you know, and the racist system and whatever. And they have no idea how they are stooges for certain powerful Mm -hmm. controlling interest who make sure they get in there so that they can be led around like you that this race that you're mentioning in particular about the clerk of the court yeah and you have imminently more qualified opponents to but judges the controlling interest make sure that the village idiot gets in there so that they can control the outcome of everything yeah so she's a stooge the lady in Jacksonville was a stooge. We have a couple others around the state. It's the same uh, same equation. So little little housekeeping here. Remember, make sure you hit your thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure that you share. Like right now, Chris Ann is hitting the share button. I am sharing our show to Twitter right now. Uh, because if you don't share, if you don't share, what happens is that... YouTube succeeds in in limiting the reach of our show mm-hmm. and uh, they'll bump you off. So if they bump you off, make sure you come back on. But do the same thing. Uh, watching our people there on Facebook, make sure you hit your thumbs up. Give us a little heart hands, whatever it is that you're going to give us. Share the show as well. Share on Twitter and on Instagram, because without your shares, there's there's nothing that 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 we can do to really overcome the censorship that's happening to us on social media. Uh, I have a show on Saturdays, JC, called Constitutional America. The Constitutional America show is a uh, is more of a teach show even than this show is. So the Constitutional America show runs Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then also runs um, in uh, Android, Roku, uh, Fire TV, and Apple TV. We're on the same platforms that we are on right now. And the Constitutional America show that we're going to be running tomorrow has to do with an article that I have just recently published on our uh, chrisannhall.com page. It is uh, Learning from Natural Disasters, FEMA, and Federal Aid. This is something that sort of sparked my interest based on a tweet that I saw. And so I wanted to remind everybody what the federal government's role is in natural disasters and aid and how people are constantly blaming the president or, you know, depending on who's in office, the Congress or whatever. But more, it's more often the president, right? Mm. The president didn't do this right. The president do, do, didn't do that right for the uh, hurricane, for the COVID, for whatever, right? 19, sorry, for the 19, for whatever. And so we're going to have a little constitutional training Saturday, this Saturday, Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you want to make sure you set your calendar so you can see that, you can watch that and then get your education and share that education. Are you ready for the Twitter moment of the day, JC? Yes, sure. All right. Here we go. Twitter moment of the day comes from Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris tweeted uh, (laughs) yesterday, by the way. 
And her tweet says the Republican convention is designed for one purpose, to soothe Donald Trump's ego to make him feel good. But it's not supposed to be about him. It's supposed to be about us, the people. Uh, no, that's not the purpose of the Republican National Convention. The Republican National Convention is not about the people. The Republican National Convention is about the Republican Party. It is about its members. And since Donald Trump is the leader, politically speaking, of the Republican Party, then I hate to crash her little ego there. It actually is about Donald Trump. Right. It actually is about Donald Trump. But you and I both know, as I responded, because Kamala's never going to respond to me, right, that she knows this. Because when Barack Obama was president, it was all about Barack Obama, the Democrat National Convention. It's right. all about Barack Obama because that's what it's about, right? That's what it's about. And uh, she's lying. She is a deceiver. Or she's just simply an imbecile. Yeah. As we said a couple shows ago, the... These political conventions are about promoting your brand and your product. At yeah. this, this point, Trump is both the brand and the product. Right, exactly. I mean, it's a marketing yeah. event. So, right. duh. Exactly. Whatever. Nah, yeah. But, you know, but, that's, but you see, that's the narrative, right? But that runs right into the popular vote narrative. Mm. We have to have, the de because Donald Trump is president, the Republican National Convention is no longer about Donald Trump. Yeah. It's about we the people. Well, I mean, it's a slick little counter-marketing message because, you know, it puts the, uh, it kind of goes at the message of Trump being narcissistic, which of course, which he is. Oh, yeah. Um, but wait, name a president in the last 50 years that yeah, wasn't narcissistic. Yeah, I don't know that you can do, I don't know that you can hold the office and conduct it in a political manner in which they all do. And not be not be that. Uh, I mean, you Obama to, was. Yeah. Um, Clinton, obviously. Oh, Bill Clinton goodness. was obviously off He's, the charts. He, yeah. You know, so they all have that. But that, but you know, that's what they're trying to mm -hmm. um, focus in on. Oh, here we go again. Everything's about Trump, and this is no different. As if somehow the Democrat National Convention is different, it has a different purpose than promoting the candidate running for office. I, it, again, we talked about this the other day. It's just mm -hmm. kind of a. What what else would you be doing during an election when at your convention than trying to promote the guy trying to win the office? I mean, that's the whole point yeah, of yeah, it. So does yeah. she she just simply not understand? Oh 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 no way! What conventions are? No, she understands. <laughs> Kamala, she you're running for office, uh, and your your guy Biden is running. So newsflash: uh, you're probably gonna have to promote that guy. That's kind of what elections are. Yeah, yeah. So it's not... And I'm pretty sure Trump, the Trump side's going to do the same thing. And she knows this. <laughs> By the way, she knows this. Yeah, this sure. is not a mystery to her. But again, it's, a, a, it's an effort. Gimmick. It's a political deception. It, it absolutely is the effort to deceive. Yeah, typical politics. And it's all about anti-Trump, anti right? Right. Because they, the, they spent the Democrat National Convention promoting Biden. Where's Joe Jurgensen? Why are they so scared of her? That's that's my question. Why are they so afraid to let that lady speak? Well, there you go. Uh, well, apparently they're afraid she to just, let... She make both candidates look unqualified and like not the right choices? Is, that, is that the thing? Is that what's going on? They're afraid to let Biden speak. 
What's up, Joe? They're yeah. afraid to let Biden speak. Pelosi says Biden yeah, shouldn't <laughs> debate Trump. I wouldn't legitimize a conversation with him. That is good camp. Yeah. That is good marketing, good isn't it? it you I know, mean, that is great marketing. You do not want Biden to have a debate with anyone. By the way, you don't want Biden on the stage delivering a speech that he just reads from a piece of paper because he won't even do that right. Well, he, apparently he did. Want. Apparently he did that okay. It's when he's just talking. That's how many how many but, takes did that take? No, but here's the thing. I, 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 well, I was apparently at the convention. I didn't hear it, but that's just kind of what what the narrative was. But here's the thing. That's kind of their the the calculus both ways because they figure if Biden stays out and doesn't say much, then that's good for Biden. Yeah. But they also think the more Trump speaks. That's good for them, too. So all they really have to sit (laughs) like that's their tactic. All they have to sit do is sit back Mm -hmm. and let Trump say, you know, bat excrement, crazy stuff. And then Biden (laughs) makes sure that he doesn't come out and sound like an idiot. In other words, be himself. And then they're safe. So it kind of, you know, plays into it plays into Biden that that's their strategy see thank you Richard might, Richard <laughs> says Richard says Biden can't le- cannot legitimize a three-word he, sentence he, can't. he cannot so it's good for him to but, stay in the basement stay virtual but that's why I said <laughs> that this is absolutely oops sorry wrong thing this is absolutely the best marketing that they can give yeah. for Biden right now that Me- Biden shouldn't. Biden's not going to debate Trump, not because he's an incompetent imbecile or, you know, it's because I don't want to legitimize. It sounds like that, like the bully who doesn't want to actually debate the the jock and the old nerd movies. Right. The nerd and the jock and the debate team. Right. No, I'm not going to I'm not going to legitimize you. Right. You know, no, it's (laughs) no, it's probably a good strategy that they have straight from Revenge of the Nerds there. But uh I now would say this if if Joe Biden is is not going to debate, that's not Joe Biden's thought process. He's right. not that guy. Joe Biden is a bully. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. He, is, he wants him. I'll meet you. Yeah. Give me a date and a time. I'll punch you in the face. Let's always tell that guy, I will punch you in the face. So that worker, he told that worker guy, I will punch you in the face. So both, you know, you remember uh, Trump. I guess it's one of the Trump rallies. Uh, you know, he was like, knock the hell out of the guy or whatever, something mm-hmm. like that. So Biden, Biden is like that, but he, but it's not, hey, you knocked the hell out of the guy. He's, I'm going to knock the hell out of you. So he's, Biden is a real, like, feisty, old, grumpy old codger. So those are some of those things that, I mean, they all have, probably both of them. Mm-hmm. You just stay in your cave and don't say anything it would probably be beneficial beneficial <laughs> to your parties to either one of them because to, to their parties in general honestly both yeah. can't no matter what you think of them and i'm just saying this as an objective you know just objectively as i can no matter which one you support either one of them their mouth is their biggest enemy right Tr- trump his mouth through twitter is his because the bombastic obnoxious, then he'll set some people off. 
Now, the people that support Trump are like, that's what needs to happen. He needs to smack these liberal idiots upside well, the head. See, they like that he talks that way. Yeah, so that's why the strategy of, of and I then mean, Biden on the other making hand, Trump talk is yeah. not a winning strategy because Trump well, is actually for in the office. Base. Yeah, it's actually, a tr- but, but, but Trump won because of yeah, his mouth. He and he won more than his base. Yes. So. Yeah. No, he won. So there's the, a lot of people who right. are in the centric 30 yeah. percent that are attracted a, to the fact that somebody's finally telling these politicians right. Trump to has go to a, take a front flying leap. Yes, he has a very <laughs> populist appeal at being just of having no restraint mm-hmm. and just saying yeah. whatever comes to his mind in whatever way, regardless of what you think about it. Uh, Biden's mouth that is might his enemy. Grow old after I think no, it's it, growing I old it, in some people's it, minds. It did. Gonna... It did with some people. Now Biden, on the other end, his mouth is his enemy because when he starts talking, you you listen and you're like, this guy is suffering from dementia or something. Go get him an MRI. So that's his the side where his mouth is his enemy because mm-hmm. if he if he speaks too much. You're like, bro, this guy, you you start realizing how old this guy is mm-hmm. and you start to wonder if he's healthy enough right. to be president because right. he's and I don't I don't mean that in a mocking. No, like in a sensitive serious, way, but I feel bad for you, Joe. I've had Bless those thoughts kind like, of way. guys, really, are we not worried about this man's health? Because mm-hmm. that's not normal. Yeah. Him, yeah. the way he loses it that mm-hmm. he, he he speaks and then he loses a train of thought he doesn't know what he's saying he can't complete a sentence and you would think that it's when you when you say that somebody who who hasn't heard joe biden might think well he speaks for a few minutes and then he sort of wanders off pies pies i've actually seen him say two words and then lose track and then right radius. right I, like one the thing is, one nation none, you know the thing that Thing, what, whatever. Like, oh, what you, there's a Joe. Bad, what are you talking? About? There's a better one out there where he actually walks into a room. It's a Biden ad. His wife is there. His wife is saying something. Apparently, he's just to come in because she's you know endorsing her husband, and he c- comes in and says, "This is my wife, lady, 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 great lady." <laughs> I yes. was like. Oh, he got like got stuck on the lady, lady, lady. Said it like five times. (laughs) Lady, 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 lady. The presidential (laughs) presidential elections uh, are popularity contests. They have been for a while. People don't vote on principle, so you you know you. It's hard to. That's where you have the pundits and and you know posters and whatever. So it's always hard to figure out. Uh, how people will react to this thing. Right. Because the same, the, you know, one group of people who listen, to, we listen to Trump and go, Lord have mercy, his mouth, what is this guy, please shut up, stop tweeting, what do you, uh, this is so unpresidential. You know, you have that crowd looks at it like that. Well, the other crowd looks at the very same content and goes, you're daggum right, he needs to say it that way, that's right, you know, and so... You don't know you, how it's just all about how the people are going to react. Now, when you start talking about uh, agenda, constitutional principles, right, legislative agenda, that sort of thing, that's a whole different level of evaluation. Yeah. And for the most part, that's not what American voters do. That's right. why we're in the mess we're in. Yeah. Well, and we <laughs> didn't. Right. And, and as as a. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, if I represented either here, side, I would I would have both uh, candidates would have a spokesman. <laughs> and neither one of them are allowed to talk, ever allowed, allowed to, to speak. Talk. None of them are allowed to get on social media. Nothing. So uh, Boss says, I'm more concerned about my local governor's race in Washington State. Yes. And you should be. Exactly. Okay? That's where your attention should be. That's why I said that's where the good no. stuff happens anyway. That's where the it's real theater. entertaining stuff happens. No, the federal politics, including the presidential race, is theater. I will theater. tell you the one, the one place that the presidential election matters. The only place, uh, only reason that it might matter mm -hmm. uh, is, the, is the judiciary. It's the appointment of judges yeah. and justices. Yeah. That's it. Otherwise, yeah. most of this is pure theater, pure circus, <laughs> pure distraction. You have more potential control at your state and local level. But... Because we have been focused, we've been obsessed with federal politics for so long, we've now lost so much control over our state and local governments. Now that we've started seeing all these mass mandates, these destruction of business, attack on the churches, all of these things coming from state and local level, uh, we're like, oh my gosh, what do we do? How do we stop this? My state is out of control. My local government's out of control. Duh, because we've been obsessed with federal, with the less consequential federal politics as like a freaking reality show for the last 40 years. So just to go back to this Twitter here thing with, uh, with, with uh, Kamala, I wanted to show you something. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there who will buy into this, who don't really understand what political parties are about. And every time I go to teach this to a class and I teach this to people, even to people who are generally aware, at least, you know, to above average, cons uh, um, Joe Biden attacking my brain. Uh, I'm having a <laughs> Biden thing, moment. You know, that, that, I'm, I'm having a thing, Biden moment, lady right? Thing, <laughs> lady, 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 lady. Joe Biden, me, my me, wife. Yes. My wife, Joe Vote Biden. For me. <laughs> so above average acumen on what's happening in society, right? And you try to explain to people that political parties are non-government entities, that primaries are not Government, fun government functions. Fun they mm -hmm. are they are uh, private. private corporate functions. I just wanted to remind everybody that we have a great resource at chrisannhall.com uh, called "The Unbiased Truth About Political Parties." Go to chrisannhall.com. Get this article, "The Unbiased Truth About Political Parties." I mean, the first sentence is: "Political parties are not government," but we seem to be very confused on this fact quite regularly. <laughs> But knowing this is essential to keeping the proper perspective on elections. I think that in what you were saying before, JC, the, the way that we are entranced by federal politics goes back to this errant understanding of the purpose of political parties. Yeah. Right. So we think that federal politics is more powerful because their parties have more money at the federal level. They they look like they're more powerful it's more glamorous at the federal level for political parties but because be, but that's because our focus is on political parties and not on political function if we understood the difference between parties and function we would not be spending all of our time all of our resources 
all of our political donations on federal candidates. We would be spending that time on local. We would spend more money in a sh- more money and time on a sheriff's election, on a commissioner of agriculture, mm-hmm. and the governor or your for attorney Florida, general. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. for Florida for sure, and in your your states that are agriculturally driven. Uh, you would spend more money on those things than you ever would a presidential or yeah. U.S. House rep and, election. And then your state and local uh, becomes the protection against federal tyranny. And then, of course, if you've got those local, you know, local bits under control, then clearly you're avoiding local tyranny as well. So... Yeah, we're we're backwards. And I tell you the other thing, talking about the parties, those two private corporate clubs, Democrat and Republican Party, uh, have now been given control of those political ci- or those uh, governmental civic functions, and that's that's another reason why you'll never hear about the libertarian candidate. You'll never hear Joe Jurgensen. You'll never hear uh, some alternative. In fact, right. they won't even be allowed in the debates. That's the crazy thing. So when you think about the primaries are a function of the these private corporate entities, mm-hmm. the Democrat Party, the Republican Party. They make the rules for that. But then they've also been handed control of the general election, which is, in fact, a governmental civic function. Yeah, right? the general election is the is the civic activity but yet those private corporate clubs are allowed to make the rules for those so they can set a threshold or certain requirements to actually keep all competition out so that you will not have a third party candidate you will not have another party candidate even be able to participate florida does that florida is terrible with third party candidates absolutely terrible they actually give the two major parties a discount on on you know the filing fees and everything and then they it's crazy it's like they double up on the on the third party and so and they do it in such a crafty way it doesn't look like they're doubling up on them but they they actually are we we watched a third party candidate run for governor who was who was a friend of ours and and he sat down and explained to us how it's nearly impossible for a third party candidate to make it to the ballot based on the requirements and the administrative monetary requirements. Yeah. We're not talking about are you fit for office? Do you qualify to be governor? You know, are you the right age? Are, are you a citizen of the state? How long have you been a citizen of the state? Um, are, you know, are, are you a foreigner that wants to come and dro- destroy the state? And that's not it. We're talking about did you pay us enough money and did you check these boxes? Yeah. By the way, the boxes that are established by the duopoly party system in a way that it makes it impossible for a third party candidate to check all the boxes. It's a huge challenge. So you can have third parties like libertarian is probably the closest to being another major party. Um, Constitution Party is one of very, very few that even uh, even sort of show up on the radar. And I think so you you end up you have to start locally and kind of grow like that. And then you're fighting you're fighting big money interests because mm-hmm. really most of politics are about the big money interest. Uh, and these businesses and corporations have that mentality. So it's all about getting behind the guy who's going to do me a favor. 
mm-hmm. and it's about favor trading. Yeah. So so then then that goes into what but that's politics. And then you repeat right. yourself. But right? that's what you when you go into when you talk about then looking at voting as the answer, like the thing that you do, you vote. Th- that's where you say that can, that's not the answer. No, it can't be the only cannot answer. Cannot be the only because answer. of all the structure around that and way it works. So then you have to look at those local means that you talk about of being consistent, persistent, involved, and using the techniques and building networks, and uh, you know grabbing hold of those levers right. at the at the various levels and areas within your sphere of influence so that you then exponentially influence from there from there out. So we're really the whole federal obsession and voting drama is really almost like another form of the matrix to kind of keep you under control. Right. And it diverts tons of resources and tons of attention and, and energy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Over here in just as a sort of question that that you can we can use as a teaching moment. Uh, Sherry Dennison asks, how does the Florida Ag Commission get authority to issue concealed carry permits? Well, Sherry, you can actually thank the Florida NRA for that one. Uh, NRA, meaning the National Rifle Association. And they're Marion Hammer, meaning Marion Hammer, uh, where Marion Hammer is a plant. Okay, Marion Hammer is the head of the the Florida state of Florida, the director of the state of Florida NRA, and she is well, not she's a, just a political operative. She it's is, all about politics, I, she's power, a hack. and favor trading. Right, she's Money, a hack. Power. Well, my point was going to be even her a party issue. Her interest. Well, no, it's not a party issue, but her interest is not in gun rights. No, her interest is in political power. Power. Uh, well, I, her interest is simply just political power. She doesn't care who wins, who loses, as long as she does. Okay, as long as she is seen and 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 her her palms get greased, and it doesn't have to be money, right? No. It, for her, there's other currency that that she finds valuable. But the NRA in Florida is completely compromised because of Marion Hammer. I think it's like that most everywhere. NRA yeah. is about politics about control it's not about your right to protect on a national level the nra quite often does not support gun legislation because the nra makes most of their money doing lawsuits right and if gun gun right legislation's actually passed uh then their lawyers will will not have things to litigate Right, and that's they're about keeping their lawyers busy. That's the so same. that's very very sad. So that's why we support the gun owners of America, and the other local one that I always forget. Nagr. 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 And gun owners of America. They're mm-hmm. not. They're not part of the 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 power political brokers. cog cog now. Yeah, the power brokers. I'm I'm sorry. Now I will say on the local levels, you can have chapters of the NRA where the people are are yeah, still true. actually yeah. focused on doing the right things and still focused on doing the right kind of lobbying in that. But as a national group, they've kind of gone the way of the Red Cross. Yeah. Yeah, they're more focused on money than mission. So yeah, uh, we know that's people, the problem. Local NRA leaders and chapters. And yeah, like they, absolutely. Yeah, they believe what we believe. Uh, and then they're working through the only thing that they know is available or feels. And I, t- and I, tell, I can tell you, this is how the NRA 
uh, kind of controls that involvement too is because they're in the insurance business about insurance insuring these ranges. Yeah, that's yeah. really their leverage. That so is, we know but a lot that of is people, huge. Yeah. I mean, that should be a, a, an ethical conflict of interest. Yep. There, I we know Big people time. who are NRA instructors who have NRA ranges, and they don't believe in the NRA, but. They can't leave it. They have to it's have the only it because it's the insurance. only game in town. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the issue. And so they keep the money rolling. And the same thing, like you say. Goodness the, gracious, that kind of makes them just as bad as the the u- labor unions, the way the labor unions strong right. arm and, and yep. put people into a no position. Because it's no longer. So if the union started out about, you know, we need to improve conditions and it's about our workers. Contract negotiations. That's, that, that is a bridge long past. And now it's simply control, power brokering, money. You know, I mean, when you look back at uh, the story of Jimmy Hoffa, uh, Jimmy Hoffa, for instance, and he's running the union, and then the the, the uh, auto work was it, auto workers union, whichever Teamster Teamsters union, and then they get into the business of making loans off of the Teamster dues. They start loaning to the mafia. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Hoffa basically makes it known he's going to stop loaning to the mafia. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, uh, Jimmy Hoffa is nowhere to be found. Yeah. And the union has been essentially an arm of the mafia ever since. Yeah. They solidified it. And now it's, you know, it is the same thing as this, the third world type government that we have in Washington, D.C. They, they just have a nice suit on. Yeah. They're no different than a, a banana republic in Venezuela. D.C.'s exactly the same, except they, they look more sophisticated. Right. They're more dressed up. So now you have the unions and all this just corrupt entities all about power brokering, keep the money flowing. Uh, Same thing with the politicians that you talk about the NRA. The politicians are not interested in solving some particular issue because if they did, then they couldn't fundraise about that boogeyman of an issue every election cycle. So that's why you need to go to chrisannhall.com and you need to read this article about the unbiased truth about political parties. You not only need to read it, you need to share it. Look, this is not me self-gratiating. I'm trying to put information into your hands, education in your hands. I mean, maybe I'm a little bit sensitive. Maybe I've been triggered because I got... You don't pay any attention to this stuff, JC, but I'm always trying to help people. That's my heart. My heart is to help people. And I got viciously attacked... On uh, social media the other day, again, for for uh, somebody said, uh, Chrisanne, all you do is talk. You don't do anything. You never offer any solutions. What are you doing to actually change things? And so for me to then respond to that sounds like self-promotion, right? Well, I'm doing this and I'm doing that and we're actually doing this, that and the other. And so I just ignore those people, but it's just, still kind of. No, you should say buy a plane ticket. Come stay with us for a week. Yeah, there you go. You can intern, volunteer to intern with us. There you go. Volunteer to intern with us for, uh, you think a week's long enough? Yeah, yeah sure. For a week. a week. Find out that, you know, that I don't do anything, yeah, right? One, and once you do that, you have a basis to make that accusation. Yeah. I've worked with Chrisanne, they don't do anything, right? So that's what you should do. Yeah. Yeah. That, all Otherwise, right, I'll, you're I'll full of crap. That. Yeah. So, anyway... You're talking out your bunghole. So anyway, I'm not trying to self-gratiate here, but what we're doing is giving you... That's why we're a teach show and not a talk show. We're giving you information 
to bring about the solution. It's easy for me to say to you, go do A, B, C, and D. Problem is, A, B, C, and D is not a one-size-fit-all for everything. Number one, you've got to find your passion. You've got to find the thing that you're passionate about. Otherwise, it's a loser. You're, you're, no matter what you do, if you are not passionate about what you're doing in this, stop. It's not going to work. It's going to be a big failure. Number two, you've got to educate yourself on what you're passionate about so that you can speak freely about it. I mean, seriously, I could stand up at any given place, at any given time, and off the top of my head, how long do you think I could speak off the top of my head, JC? Six hours. So uh, this is the kind of thing that you need to do about what you're passionate about. So I just, this, this, we're not here to teach you what to say and how to think. We're here to give you the information to, t- or to and what to think. We're here to teach you how to use the tools and how to become a master carpenter at this. <laughs> it absolutely, you, you have to do, you, you have to do. for yourself you can't and and i think the problem is too many people were like chrisanne you're already good at this why don't you do it i am doing it but it's just me we gotta have more and and that's why what we do what we do and so you gotta go to libertyfirstuniversity.com get educated oh so now you're just hawking your wares chrisanne no i'm trying to get you to the place where you can be who your rise to the potential of your passion. If LeBron can demand to get paid when he's not doing his job for just playing with his balls. We can we can ask to get paid. No, he's not playing with his balls. That's yeah, that's yeah, what right. you yeah, yeah. you paid to play with the ball and you think well we're gonna sit here and strike and then you still have to pay us. No, knock yourself out. You have a yeah. right to protest. Go protest. But I don't have to write you a check when you're not doing job. So then if he can do that, then we can get paid doing our job. You can also see he looks like LeBron James to me. I don't know why. <laughs> so you can get your T-shirts. You can get it's just that his beard is shorter. That's all. He does not look like LeBron James. Whatever. Uh, anyway, get your T-shirts. Right. These are ways to speak without speaking. Maybe you're shy. These things help you give the message that sparks the conversation. And so this is Friday. We have to sign off to you today. And we just want to say thank you, guys. Remember uh, the Constitutional America class tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Remember, you can always go to chrisannhall.com, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and get an archive. If you're, if you're jonesing for a show, you can also go to uh, Spotify, uh, Google Music Play, iTunes, and listen to them on your and download them to your phone by the way mr kramer you don't you don't have to intern with us bro you we'll just come have dinner with you (laughs) where where you are you you know that god bless you guys we'll see you on friday uh, on monday on monday peace out